0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Profit Minds Podcast. My name is Dr. Stephen Kirch, and I'm the creator of the Profit Minds Growth System, a unique blend of profit growth, productivity acceleration, and business process for scale. Every episode, I interview entrepreneurs and small business owners from around the world with a unique story to tell. You can find this show on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. Today, my guest is Juliette Clark of Superbrand Publishing. And today we'll be discussing the importance of platform building for authors. Welcome Juliet.
1: Hey, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, it's so great to have you. So uh, the first thing I got to ask is, what's a platform for an author?
1: <laughs> so a platform is your audience. So with over 2 million books a year being published, you have to bring your own audience. You can't just expect somebody to find you on the distribution platforms.
0: You mean I can't just like write a book and throw it out on Amazon and expect millions of people to buy it?
1: No, you can't. I'm yeah. sorry. I guess
0: that's <laughs> probably true. <laughs> yeah. So so talk to me about uh, about you know sort of what's the what, what's the process? How 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 do you begin? Where do you where do you start?
1: So um, we actually have eight steps that that we talk to our authors about and begin building. And it all starts with your author avatar and branding. So in order to be able to uh, really publish effectively, if you have a business, you need to blend that book into your brand. It can't. Usually it's not a brand of its own. So what are the keywords? What are the hashtags we're going to use? Um, the keywords should be seeded throughout the book because um, as many people, well, many people probably don't know, Amazon is actually a big search engine. So uh, as in addition to be and being a book distributor, it is a big search engine. So if you have those keywords seated throughout your book, uh, your back cover description and inside your book, then if somebody's searching for those words, they're going to find it. So it's getting all of that together and really doing a deep dive into who that avatar is that is your reader. And if you have a business, that's probably the same person that buys your products and services. So um, by by really intentionally digging down into that avatar and finding out, you know, demographics and psychographics and influencers and where they're doing well, where those plat- those influencers are doing well and what they're selling and who your competition is, you're not only going to juice up the audience for that book, but you're going to find that your business does a little bit better as well because you're really niching down more than you were before.
0: Well, that's interesting. So, so this is, I mean, I, I, I talk to my clients about this all the time and trying to, to make sure that they understand who their ideal client is, who's their ideal prospect. Um, And, and so of course, you know, you want to do that SEO thing on, on your website, whatever your blog posts are, your LinkedIn posts, but it sounds like you need to do that in your book, too.
1: Exactly. You, you really, really do. So if you're going to let's say you're over on Amazon and you're going to advertise, um, you're going to want to put a list of keywords in for those advertisements. Same with Google, same with pretty much any place you advertise are going to ask you for keywords. So if you have all of that done in advance of your book, now you have the opportunity to tie that content in by using the same keywords, the SEO on your website, all of it's tied together.
0: Oh, and this is also really interesting because it means that you probably should understand what those words are. And of course, you have to understand who your audience is before you write the book, but you need to understand what those keywords are before you write your book too.
1: Exactly. And hashtags. So you want to start with your content as soon as you know your hashtags and carry that along so that you are searchable. Because those keywords and the hashtags, and we we do this in a deep dive in in building your author platform or building your author avatar, those are also the words that the search engine finds. So all the distributors are big search engines. If I were to go in, and we do this a lot with books, let's say you wrote Profit Minds. We would go by ProfitMindsBook.com to drive traffic into Amazon. And the reason we would do that is because when it's a search engine, if I go in and I just look for Dr. Stephen Kirsch, and maybe I spell Kirsch with with an S instead of a C, I'm not gonna find your book. But if I actually have a URL that drives me right into that book link, now I have a way to drive traffic and I've used those hashtags all along so that people can find the book and me, if that makes sense.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So, so how, how long, how long does it take uh, above and beyond writing the book to, to build this platform? What kind of, what kind of effort is involved in doing this?
1: There's, there's a lot of effort. We actually recommend that people start this work at least a year out from when their book is going to be published. And that that's where we kind of get into this pushback from a lot of wood, uh, future authors is they're saying, well, I'm running a business. And I'm writing a book and now you want me to fit in some new tech work and because it it really there's a lot of tech work. There's a lot of learning to copyright. There's you know, you're building a funnel in a sense here to be able to attract, um, you know, more more people into your list, more people into your social media in order to have that audience for the book. So creating great content. A lot of authors start from square one and none of that is built.
0: Yeah, I, I I can imagine that. I, I and I can imagine most people. I mean, because I've I've seen things from 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 companies that said, you know, write a book in you know three weeks or write a book in you know you know just a couple of days, kind of you know crazy, outlandish sort of promises. But but it sounds like I mean, what you're recommending is if you really want to leverage that book to grow your business, uh, that that you you need to be much more intentional about who you're writing it for mm-hmm. and, um, and, and what, what's the, what are the words that you want when people search, when people search for a book on this, to- on your topic, whatever that is, that, mm-hmm. that, um, that they actually find it in a, in, in, in a search engine. Yes. And that search engine being Amazon, being the primary one where people, you know, I do this all the time when I'm looking for a book on on something. Somebody said, oh, here's here's the title of a book. I type in the first couple of words and I'll get books that are not that title.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. Okay. Um, the, the other part of this too is um, you know, developing your content. A lot of people don't have content, and that's your trust builder. So you know there there are a lot of different steps. However, I, I will say something. Um, when you build your avatar more intentionally, you're gonna find when you send your book off to the editor, that the editor will be able to tell that you very intentionally wrote, a book, wrote the book that way too. So I'll give you an example. We have a book in editing right now and um, our author had not done the, the Avatar course. And now that he's done it, he's actually going back with the editor and rewriting a few sections to get make it more intentional and in depth to now what his new audience is. So you may you may find yourself in that position, too, with an editor who says not quite sure that you're hitting that audience that you intended to here. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a similar kind of thing in in all different kinds of marketing um, and all different kinds of messaging. You in order to make it most valuable to the reader, you need to know who that reader is. Uh, So, so this, this all makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. So, so how did you, how did you get here? I love hearing the story of, of how somebody came to the realization that this was something that was of value to, to, well, to authors in this case, but, but to, um, so tell me, tell me a little of your story
1: so um I, I'm the accidental publisher <laughs> I, um, well I,
0: I think there's a lot of us that are the accidental entrepreneur <laughs> right I, I don't think um, we necessarily started out that way but but yeah so so what happened
1: so uh right out of college, I started working for a publishing company, and I have a degree in ornamental horticulture so Wait. right, right. <laughs> I'm great cocktail party fodder if you want to know about plants, insects, soil. So, um, but I started working for this particular company because they had a division that uh, is very big on gardening books, HP books. So, um, you know, roses and, and all of that. So I started working for that company and then I went from there to, uh, again, an accidental um, advertising job. I worked for Chiat Day, one of the largest advertising firms out there, very avant-garde, well-known. I think they've been acquired by someone else now, but um, I I went to work for them. And it was kind of that, what am I doing here? And so I went from publishing to advertising, and that's where I really got that in-depth, you know, you have to know who your avatar is because, you know, advertising companies spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on deep research. Uh, so that was really where I mm-hmm. got into. You have to know who that client is. Um, from there, I went to, I went into um, I actually w- tried being a stay-at-home mom. It lasted about three weeks. It was really, <laughs> it was really, really hard work. <laughs> <laughs> I need to say it was harder than anything i'd ever done and um from th- from there i actually went into real estate because i thought it was something where i could you know spend more time with the kids because i was traveling a lot with advertising and then um in 2008 i, I was really good at real estate by the way i've <laughs> got a lot of sales uh sales experience there but in 2008 i got a divorce and it was really really an ugly divorce and um so I all of a sudden had a lot of time on my hands with the kids going back and forth. And I wrote my first mystery novel. And for those ladies out there who've ever been through a divorce and you're having a tough time, I killed my husband in the book.
0: Um, is <laughs> really cathartic. Uh, uh, I'll bet. Um, uh, I've been married for 42 years, so so hopefully I won't have to write a book so like that. But Hopefully but, you
1: won't have to. But, but, it-
0: but I can imagine... You know, uh, there have been some people in my life that I would it would be interesting to write a book that way. But yes, I can imagine it could be quite cathartic,
1: quite cathartic. So (laughs) so um, at that point where I went to publish, I was looking at traditional. I didn't have an audience. I was looking at self-publishing and I was like, well, I worked in the publishing world. I can self-publish. And what I found was a really awful model. It was all about the company. The things they were selling didn't really benefit the authors. They they benefited the company. So to give you an example, you know, pay us $2,000 and we'll send your book out to our million people mailing list. The problem that I saw was that mailing list was to get them more clients. It wasn't mystery enthusiasts. So it mm. was little things like that, that I just, I, I knew enough about marketing that I was like, yeah, that's that's not going to work for me. I'm not going to spend that money. So um, by my third book, I wrote two more books. And by my third book, I'd sold over 25,000 copies of some relatively bad mystery novels. And other people just started bringing me their books. And we had a, we had a big guy in town who did these, you know, write a book, it's your business card. And uh, so a bunch of people around me had written books. They saw my success. So they started, Can you publish mine? So that's sort of how I got to where I am today and teaching them. They actually all had expert books for their businesses and teaching them how to build their platforms as well. Wow.
0: So so what's the... I I almost hate to ask this question, I'm gonna, but I'm going to anyway. What's the typical result? I mean, what what happens when somebody follows you? You, you talked about this. There was there's a the client that did not write his book that way, and now he's writing his book that way. Was he struggling to get it found, or or had he not gotten to that point yet? Or you have stories of of clients that have you know they had a book, but they didn't do the 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 proper you know, platform building, and they wrote another book, and it was much more successful. They have can you can you share a few stories like that? To-
1: yeah, I'm actually lucky with the guy that that rewrote uh, that is in the process of rewriting his book because he wanted to get a little bit more into the LGBTQ audience, and but he was also at the beginning. The book's not done, so we are starting with the basics. So I can guarantee he's going to have a better experience with this. Um, for a lot of authors, what happens is they'll they'll write a book. I'll give you a great example. Uh, I had a woman who wrote a book on divorce and, uh, you know, how to take care of the kids, getting back and forth. Never, she hardly sold any books at all. Hmm. And, and as, a, as a, a process of that, she no longer works with those people. She changed what she was doing because she wasn't successful at it. And so she changed to this new thing. She wanted to write a new book. And I happened to receive an event invitation from her. And so I went to her website and I looked around and I couldn't find a place to click for this event. I could like there was nothing. And then I got an email a few days later, hey, sign up for this event. So I went back to her and I said, hey, you know, what if you actually had a landing page? And what if you actually had a... (laughs) So we really got deeper into all of that and... Mm -hmm. She spent the time, she actually got herself on a TV show as a consultant, and we built those tools. Now she had social media. Now she had content from the show to put on social media. Now she had a list. Now she had media, because she was actually on a show all the time. So the outcome of the second book was much, much better because people actually knew who she was. They knew she gave great advice. Um, And now she had a landing page for her workshop so people could sign up. It wasn't just a, hey, call me if you're interested, because I have to tell you, when I saw that, I got like four or five emails and I never had time to call. There wasn't a place to sign up. I was interested, but I gave up.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can I can see how that would happen for sure.
1: Yeah. So that's really sort of the result of, of all of this is your book is a nurture tool. So now uh, you've built all the tools. Asking someone to buy something that's $20 to $30 versus a workshop that's 1000 is a much easier ask. Sure. sure. So now you have smaller products and services to nurture people with and show them your value and lead them into those bigger ticket items. So that's really where the gold is here.
0: Okay. That, 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 that helps. Um, so... Um, do you, do you recommend that anybody write a book or, or um, what's, the, what's the criteria for deciding whether or not I should write a book?
1: So, um, so for you now, when you and I worked together a couple of years ago, I would have said probably no book. You've developed into something else now and people know you. So yes, that book could accelerate. I don't ever recommend writing a book as a calling card because imagine, and I know people use this all the time, go into a job interview and hand the, you know, hand the interview person a book and say, I wrote the book on this. If you did that to me, I'd probably escort you out. <laughs> like, that is very arrogant. So yes. don't write it as a business card. Write it as a nurture tool. Consider it something that you, you will probably not get ROI from that publishing and that writing the book, Where your ROI will come in is that nurture tool, people getting to know you, getting to know how you work, and then moving those people that you've now nurtured into those bigger products and services. So, Steve, there are probably a ton of people who do what you do. What what I'm looking for in a book is who does Steve work with? Does it look like our personalities will mesh? Will he be a good fit with all those, you know, instead of all those other people. So that's really where that book comes in is it's that authentic way that I get to know you. Do you have a sense of humor? Do you work with knowledge people? Um, so that, that's where that comes in with the book. So you have to keep that open mind about, I'm not going to make my ROI today from this product. So I better have a plan with that funnel and with that platform I built where I'm going to move those people to next.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it sounds like, um, and and I'd like you to summarize this just a little bit here, you know, it was one of the questions I asked is, you know, what makes you unique, right? What, what is it that's different about super brand publishing versus, because I know there are other, other folks who help coach people through the book writing process. So, so talk a little bit about the things that are, are different with super brand publishing. Um.
1: So I mentioned that, Bad business model back at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> I saw with other country uh, companies. So first of all, we don't develop books. We have a couple people that we recommend. Um, even though I've written fiction, I have no business developing books. I that's just good storyteller, not a great writer. Um, but how we're different is number one, we start working with people six months to a year out so Mm -hmm. we'll look at everything we'll do a deep dive evaluation do you need to go to author traffic school is what we call it because you can build a funnel but a funnel doesn't necessarily drive traffic so you have to learn how to drive traffic to that funnel
0: Mm, to bring
1: people in so we actually once you sign with us we meet with you every week and we discuss What are the tools that we haven't developed yet? Do we need to get endorsements? Do we need a forward? Um, Do we need to rewrite bios? Because we need long, short, medium bios. Do we need to get some content going here so people know who you are? So we really start to build the tools and touch on a weekly basis to keep you moving throughout the process. So I think that's how we're really different is at the end of the day, we want you to sell books. And here's the key that how we're different as well. We don't take any of the back end profits. So we don't take any of the royalties, probably 99% of the companies out there do. So when we say we want you to make money, we stand behind it in that we don't take money from you on that back end. That is your profit to keep. So that's really those are really the fundamental places where we're different is you have lots of contact with me. People get my text number. You've worked with me before on other projects. My text number. I tell people right up front, if you get stuck on this assignment, text me because I always want you to be in action and moving forward and not being overwhelmed and discouraged.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that, that, that is very different from some of the things that I've seen out there in terms of um, other sort of book help um, folks that, that uh, and, and, so what what's what who's your who's your ideal who's your ideal client who's the
1: (sighs) you're gonna make me do this (laughs) now i am (laughs) so back at the beginning i actually built my avatar and i went down to venice beach and i i don't have her on the wall anymore but um her name was kathy And Hmm. Kathy is usually between about 45 and 70. Kathy has kids out of the house. She's getting a little bit frustrated with corporate America, wants to go out on her own or has already established a business, has an area of expertise that people really need and really want. And uh, it's time to write a book to to juice that up to the next level. So that's not to say that I won't work with Ben instead of Kathy. <laughs> but um, You know, Kathy started out um, my avatar. And if I could mention for a minute what the reason that I took her down to Venice Beach and had her drawn was because I hear so many authors, coaches and speakers say I talk to people every day and nobody purchases or they purchase and then they're a problem. It wasn't a good fit. And Kathy being on my wall actually helped me to flip that script when I talk to potential clients. And as much as they're interviewing me, I'm interviewing them to see if they meet Kathy criteria.
0: And then mm. I decide
1: whether to make an offer, offer or offer or not. So I'm really once I did that, I really flipped the script on who I wanted to work with. Instead of being in that desperate, I need to close a deal, I need money now. And once I'm going to say, once I did that, I started attracting the law of attraction. More and more of those people started coming as I got more intentional about Kathy.
0: Well, that's great. That's 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 great to hear. And 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 I know. I can attest that Juliet works well with men because I worked with her and, you know, so it's, it's not, it's not just Kathy. Um, but
1: so. Kathy was the, Kathy was the beginning. No, of no it. Yeah. I understand.
0: I, 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 get it. Right. Um, And, and uh, yes. Uh, and, and, and it's great to see that you, you know, you walk your talk, right? This is, you know, this is the first thing that you take your, your uh, participants, your clients through, uh, and, and uh, you know, discover their avatar. Well, you did the same thing for your business, which is, which is great. Where, where are you going with your business? What's, what has you excited about uh, uh, your business in, in, in the future?
1: So we just started Author Traffic School. Uh, we started a whole new website. We had some literary agents approach us last year and um, their, their big complaint was we are getting good books. But if you've ever written a book proposal, you may not know this. If you give it to a literary agent or you go straight to a traditional publisher, they don't care about your book. They flip right through and they see, is this a relevant topic? And then they go to what is your audience size? So we took that information from them and we started Author Traffic School and we put an array of products in there from simple courses that are DIY, like the author, build your author avatar and prep your expert book. Both are under $100. We had some others that are based on content. Some of them are actually workshops where we work with you. Some of them are DIY. And then we have a big six month program now where we start at the beginning. We plan for the year. We look at what you have and then we start building from there. So That's where we're really excited about it is because now we have an array, like anywhere you are in the process, you can pick it up and go and figure out what you need and where to go. So um, for me, I'm not, I love being hands-on. Every coach I've ever worked with has said, get out of the one-on-one business, but that's where I really thrive. So I don't mind that part, but it is good to have some things that people can consume on their own as well.
0: Sure. 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 And it allows you to to maximize your value as a coach. Yes. Um, Right. That's great. That's great. So if if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: So I do have a calendar link. Um, You can find it at chatwithjuliet.com. And if you want to check out our you know, products and services, uh, either go over to superbrandpublishing.com or if you're interested in the author platform side, go over to authortrafficschool.com. And um, we have quizzes on both of them. That will not surprise you, will it?
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Julia helped me develop my quizzes. So um, for those of you who have taken them. So yeah. Um, So thank you. Thank you so much, Juliet. Um, That concludes our show. And thanks to our guest, uh, Juliet Clark of Super Brand Publishing. I hope you've learned something about building an author's platform today. I I know I have. This is Dr. Stephen Kirch of Profit Minds. Make sure you catch us again next time on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. And of course, I'd appreciate a, a good review on any of those platforms. Thanks for joining us.